Welcome to week three of the NFL season. Last week in week two, our Niners won again. That's right. The Chargers lost again. Coach Daly, that seat's getting hot. And Ben's Seahawks with a walk-off win in Detroit and a wide receiver not named Cooper Cup set an NFL record. And Kyron Williams, RB1, Cam Akers, he gone. If you're new to the show, we broadcast live each week on nofilter.net and caffeine TV. Each week, we bring on a very special celebrity guest. More on that in a minute. I'm Kay Wynn. He's Big Ben. And he's Jack. You know him from Miramonte High School, where he's a two-sport star in baseball. He was a pitcher and a hitter, kind of like the great Shohei Itani in Mizzou, at Mizzou. I think he still holds a record for most wings at Harbo's on the podcast network. <laughs> Caps off podcast, the hot corner podcast. And he had a great take this week. I stand by him. I hope you stand by him. Brock Purdy is better than Trevor Lawrence. Facts. Jack, welcome to the show. That was an intro and a half right there, man. I don't even know how to follow that up. I mean, first of all, Miramati Baseball, I will say, I was our closer, had a had a opponent average under a hundred, not trying to brag. But no, hey, but Brock Purdy, if you look at the stats of him and Trevor Lawrence, they started getting good at the same Trevor Lawrence started getting good at the same time that Brock Purdy came in. So all I'm saying is why do we not give Brock Purdy the love that we give Trevor Lawrence? That's it. That's it. I'm not gonna get too much on it, but I hear you. Trevor Lawrence for the first year and a half was eh, okay. You got to compare Brock. Well, if you compare Brock's first nine games to Trevor's first nine, you lean to Brock. But Brock okay. does have a slightly better offense. Yeah, but one of them had Urban Meyer. That and, and Urban Meyer was a shit show. We're not gonna that. That was like that year doesn't count for Trevor. So I'll give him that. But by the end of the season, Brock Purdy is going to be the next Joe Montana. Like that. This is how far no. Niners games are going. I, I mean, I see, I would say by week eight, maybe Aaron Mahomes, and then oh, he's Joe Montana. We're gonna okay. and rewrite Ron. Well, 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 here's uh, the thing: Patrick Mahomes played in an air raid offense in Texas Tech and Iowa State was a very defensive team. So I feel like Brock Purdy really has not showcased what he could. He could really be better than Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> he doesn't love the opportunity. Oh, I ride for my guy. I ride for my guy. <laughs> if Jimmy G was still around, I mean, we'd be probably having a similar conversation. Jimmy G is better than Trevor Lawrence. 100 percent. that's how we do it today (laughs) so we got a couple questions so some of our fans heard you're coming on to the show and on your instagram account it says new york and san francisco our fans want to know where your allegiance is so uh we've got three quick hitter questions which i think will show which way do you lean the bay area or new york are you ready I'm ready. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. You got to choose one. Outside lands or governor's ball? Oh, outside lands. You kidding me? It's not even close. Gov ball is in a parking lot of city field. All right. <laughs> and outside lands is in Golden Gate Park. I'll always remember. I, I don't even like them that much. But the Lumineers, I remember they were there in outside lands. They were the headliner. And you see, like, all the fog is rolling in over all the trees and everything. And I, it was it was incredible. I've been at Gulf Ball, too. You're in, you're in a parking lot. A parking lot? Are you kidding me? Like, get out of here. No no way. No way. 
All right. Good answer. Next question. McSorley's or Mauna Loa? All right. So my sister met her boyfriend in Mauna Loa. Good guy. Ooh. Good guy. But he went to Texas, so therefore I'm going to go McSorley's. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough with McSorley's, too. But McSorley's has the light and dark beer. The light and dark beer is, that's, is the see, best. And that's what I didn't know the first time I went to McSorley's. So they're like, oh, like, hey, what kind of beer do you want to go? I'm a Miller Lite guy through and through. And I was like, yeah, do you guys got a Miller Lite? They're like, no, buddy, we got a, we got light and dark. You got a choose one. And I was like, it's great, too, because, like, they're half a pint. So you drink, you drink, like, five or six beers, which is two of them, obviously, at the same time. And you and your boys, are, and the table is filled up. And you're like, wow, we are, we're pretty cool. Like, <laughs> All right, final question. I believe it's 1-1. One, one. one New York, one San Francisco. Yep. Sunny side in Lake Tahoe or Surf Lodge in Montauk? See, I'm not a cloud chaser. I'm not a guy that's going to be there to take Instagram pictures, try to see Instagram models, whatever. Give me Sunny side 10 times out of 10. You can't beat Sunnyside. That view, are you kidding me? Right on Lake Tahoe? Get the hell out of here. And the thing with Surf Lodge, it's great. But I'm going to pay $18 for a fucking Montauk wave chaser. Get, no, fuck that. All I want is a Pacifico on Lake Tahoe. That's it. I'm a simple man at the end of the day. I love it. Surf Lodge has got the line, the velvet rope. It's like a club in the middle of the day. It's too much for the summer. Yeah. Time. And I'm not, oh, Christian, sorry. Obviously, I'm watching the Niners game right now. Um, I think you're a little ahead of me, too. I can see your TV. But, <laughs> yes, Surf Lodge is great, and it has its perks, but come on now. Nothing beats Lake Tahoe. There's nothing better than Lake Tahoe. We go there every year with my family. It's the best. Let me let me ask one question, Jack. Right. This is more around your you as an entrepreneur and trying to sell merchandise. Where, where did you source <laughs> your models? As a, as a man that went to the University of Missouri, it's a very underrated college, all right? <laughs> People think you're in Missouri, there's going to be a bunch of women with no teeth like that, you know, are, love crack, meth, what have you. <laughs> They're better than you think. Like, I, all I'm saying, these are girls that I all knew somehow. Self-flex, I don't know. But Missouri girls, underrated, that's where we found them. But Wow, I'm impressed. So there wasn't a trail of, you know, sliding into DMs, bribes. Okay, well, the DMs is that's the, the the DMs is a whole different story. All right, of course we slide in the DMs. Like, if you think that I'm not doing that just for my personal gain as well, you're wrong. But you know, <laughs> but you know, it's what it seems like. You know, these girls, you're like, all right, well, you know, she's not disgusting. You know, people work with it. And relative to sales, could you say that any one female or model influence? more sales than the other would you like to mention oh, it without a doubt yeah um actually uh, so for people that don't know i used to run a, a clothing company where i made shirts and like designs for wives and girlfriends of nfl players and whatnot and the one that sold the most was uh rob Gronkowski's girlfriend camille kostek who is a sports illustrated cover model she oh, yeah. posted with the merch that i made and it went crazy like so that was pretty cool i Teleflex, I have her number. But people, I'm, I'm <laughs> watch out a little bit. But... <laughs> Wait, did she go to Mizzou? No, no. I, I just randomly like hit her up on my page. I was like, hey, I do these designs. You know, I, I'd love to make something for you one day. 
And she responded like five minutes later. And she was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I love this stuff. Like, could you make something of Rob? And then for me, like of my like sports illustrator, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> like, for sure, no doubt. <laughs> How'd you deliver it? Uh, you know, it's calm, cool, collected. As Jake Moody is right here kicking this field goal for the 49ers, you know, you're, you're new to the game, right? But at the end of the day, you know you're a dog. You can do what you got to do, and you just right there, right down the pipe. I mean, it's just easy. <laughs> it's just what you do. And when you're born with it, you're born with it, and there's really nothing else to it. Like, <laughs> I love it, Jack. It's like Brock Purdy. You just got it. Hey, those, those that got it, got it. Those that don't, you, you can't teach it at the end of the day. You're either born with it or you're not. Like, <laughs> Love it. All right. Do we want to get a picks, K-Win? Yes. So now on to the real madness. Each week we bring on a special guest. Jack's our special guest. We pick from 10 games. Don't ask us why it's 10. We just like 10. So we're going to give you 10 games. Straight money line. So just got to pick a winner. And the winner at the end of the season gets a prestigious trophy. And we may even come out to Union Square and do a little parade to uh, raise a banner on your behalf if you are the pick of winner this year. I will say I have a formula that I work with. You guys might be in trouble. Okay. Do you want to do you want to expose your formula now or after? I'll, I'll I'll expose it while I'm doing them, and then you guys understand. You'll be like, "Wow, this guy, he's in his duffy. Like this guy's in his bag right now. Holy!" This is based on colors. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. All right. All right. <laughs> Let me lead off here then. So ten games, money line bets. Uh, Tennessee. Ooh, this is going to be an ugly game. Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill completes more passes to those opponents than they do. Does any of his receivers uh, at Cleveland? Cleveland's gonna have four going in the backfield. They just signed Kareem Hunt again. Who do you have, Jack? Oh, I got the Browns. So this is where the formula comes in. All right, I'm a big guy. Where it's the get back game that meets the letdown game, and when that happens, you take the person that's in the in the get back game, and that's the Browns right now. It doesn't matter. No Nick Chubb. I know Deshaun Watson looks like a bag of Lay's chip, which are good chips, by the way. But I think that the Browns will eat this one out at home. It's going to be close. It's going to be an ugly, disgusting game, but give me the Browns. Okay. Tannehill isn't playing against the Chargers secondary, so I'm with you. Browns on this one. <laughs> Facts. Next one, we got New Orleans at Green Bay. This is tough. Um, I lean Green Bay because Derek Carr on the road is he's like a Costco salesman. He's fucking trash. Like there's something about him. He just, I don't know what it is. He looks like, like he's like a youth pastor out there on the road. There's nothing that he can do besides lead a team to believe that Jesus is still alive. I, I just, just give me, give me Jordan love. I think Jordan love is actually that dude. I, I think the Packers win it. First game at Lambeau this year too. Yeah, I'm calling it the Beaver Bowl. I'll get into it in a little bit. But the Packers, the future's bright. Like, if you look at all their skill players outside of Aaron Jones, they're all year one and year two. You got Dobbs, Watson, you got Reed. But it's going to be the tight end, the Oregon State Beaver, Luke Musgrave. He's going to get in the end zone for the first time. He's going to make the difference. I like love, and I like the Packers. Is Watson back? I like Luke Musgrave. Sorry, He's questionable that. right now. I know, but... But is he coming back? Who's Jack? You got some sources, obviously. 
Yeah, uh, let me. Sorry. I'm yeah. Just... Okay. Yeah. No. No. Watson's going to be a game time decision. So, okay. uh, what? What? The, that's what they were telling me. The sources. I. I think what, what they were telling me is that he will play, and I think the Packers will win this one. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. Next game, Atlanta, and Bijan Robinson against Detroit and Mr. Gibbs. Goff slang it again last week. Lost on the walk off against Shout the, out the Bears. Ritter, I don't know. Ritter just seems like like Marcus Mariota all over again. Like there's he just has to hand the ball off in that offense. And Kyle Pitts is is on the side of a milk carton right now. No one can find him. Um, it's in the Motor City again. This is a bounce back game for Detroit. Uh, what do you got, Jack? What did you just say? It's a bounce back game for Detroit. A letdown game for Atlanta. The Lions are not losing in front of their home crowd with blue ski masks on two times in a row. That's just not happening. The Lions are going to kick the shit out of them. And it's my equation. I wasn't good at math. I got a C in geometry. But I will tell you this. I know this equation. It's the only one that I know. Y equals I put MX plus B. This is the Lions time. <laughs> so I don't know if I agree with you on this one. The Falcons and Arthur Smith, they're going to control the ball. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. Last week against the Packers, I read somewhere that the Falcons had 45 run plays and the Packers only had 46 total plays. And the Falcons went for it on fourth down five times. So I'm going with the fourth down Falcons in this one, and they're going to move to 3-0. and Ooh, You were wrong, K-Win. The only thing I have problem I have with the Lions and Jared Goff is Goff always throws it to the Lions receiver that I have on my bench. It's like you can't figure <laughs> Reynolds between how many Lions receivers now. do you have? I have them all. I got that guy that's I got the guy that's suspended until week eight. He's Jameson Williams. Yes, Jameson. Whatever. I got James. I got Jameson Williams too. He's sitting down there. He's on the roster. He, you know what that? I had to roster that guy because you know he's one of us at the end of the day. <laughs> Yes. You, know, you just got to respect the hustle. <laughs> Lions are, K Win. last week you said the Lions are America's team, and now you're taking the Falcons to go into Detroit and beat America's team. Yeah. America's team fucked me last week. I'm in a last man standing pool, and I got knocked out on that Lockett OT touchdown. So I'm a little upset. I'm even more pissed at you that you took the I'm Lions. I'm with you, though. America's team. Yeah. The Lions are America's team. I'm with you and, on that. And like, if they play well. American, all Americans. Biggest hype of the year, America's team. <laughs> Next game, we got the Chargers. 0-2 against the Vikings. 0-2. Oh, the formula plays out here. See, so the formula doesn't work for this one. So we have yeah. to think analytically. <laughs> Justin Herbert, great head of hair. <laughs> like, end of the day, got great flow. And if Kirk Cousins still had that mustache, you know, the handlebar, I'd, I'd be inclined to take the Vikings. But the Vikings defense is a pile of shit. It, it, I, you could start me at corner. I'm an out of shape white guy, and I would be able to do a little something for them. All right, like I'm telling you, I think Justin Herbert's going to throw for like 450. I, it still will probably be a close game because the Chargers defense is also a sack of shit. But I trust Justin Herbert more than I do Kirk Cousins. I'll take Chargers. You're right. Both defenses are horrible. The Chargers secondary. Like, going back to week one, Tua threw for, I think, 400 yards. Tyreek Hill at 200-plus receiving. I get that. But last week, Tannehill, like, five plays, five pass plays for more than 20 yards. Like, Herbert's going to eat. 
Cousins is going to eat. I think it's a coin toss. I'm a West Coast guy, so I would pick the Chargers, but it could go either way. The thing so is that it's in Minnesota, so you know they're going to have the skull chance going, and that's intimidating. <laughs> they do the so, whole thing, yeah. I, I want to go to a game there so bad. It looks crazy, but I still think the Chargers – I see the, the Vikings going 0-3 easier than I see the Chargers going 0-3, even though Brandon Staley – literally like hands out Costco samples like in his spare time. But I just, I'm just more of a Chargers guy, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Here's, here's the difference. You need to add this to your formula, Jack. The Vikings actually have a God and his name's Odin. And Odin is going to win this game for the Vikings. There's no way Odin's going to let a guy that looking like Justin Herbert, who could be the furthest from Viking looking, if you would, win this game. Minnesota wins. You know, that's a good it's a good point. I have I haven't thought about that. That's the deep analytics that we search for. So <laughs> all right, but you had chargers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's a fun one. So Did you want to switch your pick? Oh no, I say still going with the chargers, but your your analytics make me a little worried. Yes. Right. You have to think about the, the spiritual side of things here. All right. Of course. Denver, Denver at Miami. Uh, Russell Wilson, the heave that got like 14 fantasy points. Oh yeah. And then the missed two point conversion up 21. And then Miami has just a ton of weapons. Every, like, every time anyone talks about Miami, it's, they have a phenomenal roster. Like that's all you hear. Best roster in the NFL. Denver at Miami. I think it's a boat race, but what do you think, Jack? <laughs> well, all I got to say is that Miami has 49er legend River Craycraft on their roster, and I'm not going to pick against River Craycraft in any situation. River Craycraft is him. He's a fucking dog. River Craycraft has two catches for about 18 yards. They're going to be impactful. So give, <laughs> give me the Dolphins. So real quick on River Craycraft. I went to school at Washington State University, as did he. And he hey, go Cougs, go Cougs, go Cougs, go back to big showdown this weekend. Um, River holds a lot of records on campus, let's just say that. Um, but he was also a product of Mike Leach's offense, and he has stuck around in the league longer than any Coug receiver in the beneficiary of Mike Leach. So, I'd like to think Mike Leach is kind of he's he's again the little spiritual side, a little bit of Mike lives on. River, and I agree. His first touchdown with the Finns was amazing last week. I got the you know, you've convinced me River Craycraft first touchdown score that that's gonna happen. There you no go. doubt. The spiritual side, the pirate, he's gonna make it happen. Gotta get the spirit into your formula. Podcast the spiritual side of NFL. Well, Carolina uh, might not have Bryce Young, it might be the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton behind center. Carolina at Seattle. Who do you got? See, if Bryce Young was there, it's a different story, right? No, but now that Andy Dalton's there, he's got experience. I'm going to take the Panthers. I believe in Andy Dalton, and I fucking hate the Seahawks more than anything in the fucking world. And I know you're a Seahawks fan. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, have you seen your did not practice list this week? That scares me a little bit. They're probably going to play. I don't care. The red rifle and his ginger beard. Just give me him. 
every day. He's going to throw for 480, 480 yards. It's going to be incredible. <clears throat> I did. Okay, when do you want to make your pick? Before I no, I hammer Jack. I, gotta, I guess I gotta go Carolina. I was Seattle, yeah. but I'm switching. Well, here, here's the, before 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 I go to the spiritual side says no because what they say about gingers is they have no soul. So that's you know it's awesome <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, guess what? This ginger is hard. This ginger is three and one against the Hawks all time. This was not a ploy. This was a this. The Panthers said we're going to pause on this whole development season and try to win a game because Andy Dalton has beat the Seahawks three out of the four times they played them. And the, the Seahawks are banged up from that game. It's a pseudo trap game. But I, I, I don't even know. Like Miles Sanders, does, he doesn't scare me. Who, who on the Panthers? Did you Adam see? Thielen. No, Adam Thielen. <laughs> Just did a he boxed someone out and caught a touchdown. That's all he did last week. I don't think no one on the Panthers scares me enough to say Shaq Thompson's out, unfortunately. UW grad. Um, and the Seahawks could be okay. Brian Burns. My Wi-Fi is terrible. You guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. So Brian Burns. I was, I was waiting for you to tell us who Brian Burns is. Oh, Brian, Brian Burns is one of the best defensive ends in the country. He's he's gonna be a dog. He's gonna make Geno Smith's life a living hell. Gino Smith, first of all, fraud. You know what? I, I hope you get fraud. nine hundred ten. One year is- wonder. He's not fooling anyone. Normally, I go make a ten-way parlay of all the picks of our guests, but that won't be happening. I'll make I'll make one sub for you, and I'll split the pot with you when the Seahawks win. Oh. I, I will tell you, pro- probably the smart play to pick the Seahawks, but <laughs> <laughs> like. I will never pick the Seahawks to win in my life. I will never do that. I'm a ride or die, like, at the end of the day. Okay. Um, Kyle, you, you got the Panthers? Yeah. I, I know Kyle's a smart man. I mean, you can just tell. It's going to be like a 23-13 to 13 boring-ass game that I'm actually going to. So, Awesome. How how crazy is it there with the with the twelfth man though? Like I actually am curious if it's is good because I've heard you guys pumps down in the stadium. I've heard ben, that. I've heard that Ben hates the twelfth man and what it's all about. I hate. Here's here's what the twelfth man. <laughs> you got guys that save up every penny. They forego their rent money, whatever their rent on their apartment or their house or whatever it is. They let bills pile up so they can go to the Seahawks game. So that's one kind of uh segment of the 12th man the other is blowhards that have so much money they barely go to the games and they send their kids or whomever they want so it's no one you got one that just is too crazy too they'll they'll yell for anything right the one guy yells because the other guy's yelling and then you have another care that don't care They're, they're just there for the good pizza that's up in section 308 or whatever it is the 12th man is a farce it's a bunch of knuckleheads, and honestly, you go there and it's people yelling. For no, I like that. I like that. I, I it's good that I have Low that insight to it. Blowhards and homers. That's all you got. Yeah. It's not like Niner fans where everyone's true to the game, everyone's loyal, and everyone's extremely knowledgeable. Well, uh, yeah. well, we're just real, you know. At the end of the day, it's just a better fan base. Like, exactly. Not that I'm biased. No. 
better city too, better state, but we don't have time to get into that. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't got to get into that because that's just obvious. It's like saying, saying the sky is blue, right? It's just this what it is. All right, next game. We got that, Dallas. That's seafood too. But... Phenomenal yeah. seafood. We got Dallas at Arizona. I mean, I don't even know why we're discussing this. It's the Cowboys, but but the Cardinals cover. Okay. I low-key think Josh Dobbs is not as bad as we think. I, I don't know why. He looked good last week. He's looked good the last two weeks. The second half, he looked like shit last week. But for some reason, I feel like it's not a close game, but it's one of those where it's like not a blowout and the Cardinals somehow figure out a way to cover no. Cowboys win. They go to 3-0, and but can we please, please stop saying the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl this year? Like, I'm tired of that talk already. This like, happens every year. They're still, like, they're, hey. they're on their way out from being America's team, and the Lions are on their way to slipping in, but they're still kind of, you know, in and around there. I mean, Texas is massive, and then you have Oklahoma and New Mexico. You got all those states around that that don't have teams. People are going to still sit, and you're not. Here, here's here's the thing, though, is that in week in in week five, we got them at home Sunday night football. Ooh. I will be in attendance. I'm going back home. I'm going cross country, six hour nice. flight with my buddy from here, who is a Cowboys fan, Felipe from the pot. Felipe, he is going to have the worst fucking day of his life. Is he going to wear his Giants so... gear or Cowboys gear? Is he going to wear his Cowboys gear? Oh, of course he's going to. Oh, he's got a Des Bryant jersey ready to go. Like, and he's gonna he's gonna be so mad that he flew six hours there and six hours back to watch the Cowboys lose. And I can't fucking wait. Is Mark Mike McCarthy calling plays actually making a difference? You guys believe that, or is it just they've played some horrible teams and and just have actually I think they have some pretty good assets. Pollard's really good. Listen, uh, the Cowboys are good, but let's not forget Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is nice. Yeah, he's good. He's really in a good. crucial game when the game is on the line, I trust Mike McFar or Mike McCarthy as much as I trust Brendan Staley. Both of them cannot do anything when the game is on the line. That's why the Cowboys won't do anything. It's a product of them playing teams that just aren't on their caliber. Like that's all it is. Also, Debo touchdown, by the way. Got in my fantasy league. If there was an RPI ranking for the Cowboys' first two opponents, it'd be like 379. Ken Palm? You're pulling out a Ken Palm? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, next He's game. the Ken Palm rankings. The Ken Palm rankings, yeah, of, of football. All right, next game, Pitt. God, Pittsburgh. Is Kenny Pickett still wearing two gloves? Please. Kenny two gloves. Oh, has been. There's a golfer on the pro tour that wears two gloves, and I think they almost kicked him off or told him to take one off in order to continue. You got to be shitting me. Yeah, a golfer I'm, is wearing two gloves. Two gloves, two black ones too. They're the the all weather winter. Gloves. Oh no! Are, yes, he's a what? He's a nut. You got to be shitting me. Oh, look him up. Okay, Kenny Pickett goes into Las Vegas, takes on Jimmy G. Josh Jacobs. He's on the side of a milk box. They can't find him either. Uh, Devontae Adams <laughs> calling out Taylor Rapp, who used to play at UW for just headhunting. He's going to play, it looks like. Pittsburgh, I don't know where they find their offense other than chuck it up to um, one Pickens. dude. Pickens. 
He's hurt good. though, isn't he? He's good. He's nice. Allen Robinson caught like five balls already this year. He'll get another 15 mil next year. Uh, Jack, who do you got? I, I, uh, so this is one where it's like the Raiders, for some reason, the Raiders are favored. I don't fucking know how. And I'm one of those guys, Vegas knows so much more than me. Oh, yeah. I'm not that smart. Like, I, I'll roll with the Raiders, even though I think that the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers should beat the shit out of them. But for some reason, the Raiders are favored, and I don't know why, but give me James Garoppolo. He's so pretty. He's so pretty. Like, how can you not take that, man? He's the River Craycraft of quarterbacks. That's what people have been saying, actually. Yeah, he really is. When your defense has scored as many touchdowns as your offense, you got a problem. So I got the Raiders. The Steelers look shaky on O. I'll take the Raiders. This is a bounce back game for Josh Jacobs. And I think Devontae's pissed. I think Devontae sees this as he could probably lead the league in probably maybe not yards, maybe receptions. I don't know throughout the season. I think they're mad. I don't think the Raiders are happy. Entire Vegas has been cyber cyber hacked. Probably not able to able to play their favorite slots. <laughs> um, they're not happy. Raiders win. All right, we got the hey, Eagles. But, you know, Hunter Renfro, first in, last out guy. Like, <laughs> definitely. He's on the penny. He's on the penny slots. Shout out to Clemson. <laughs> uh, we got the Eagles at the Buccaneers. There's two Monday night games next week. This is one of them. I love two two weeks in a row with that. Yeah. All right, so I have an equation that you guys know, and this doesn't fall into the equation. This is what I call a plums pick because you just feel it in the depth of your balls. And I don't know why, but they are telling me that the Buccaneers are winning this game. And I, I hate it. I think it's gross. There's no fucking way the Bucks win, but these guys below me, these motherfuckers keep telling me the Buccaneers got this game. So I'm rolling with the Bucks. I'm rolling. I'm rolling with everything I know. And that's, that's the boys down South. Do you believe in Baker Mayfield? Not at all. No, not whatsoever. <laughs> not worth a fucking lick. But give me Baker and the Bucks for some fucking reason that they they just told me it. I, I can't. There's no other reason for it. You've just got to trust them sometimes. You believe them this weekend. I do. And another game that you haven't discussed is another plums pick is, is the Commanders. Don't know why. I'm all aboard. You know what they, they say, Sam Howell supporters, they're the Haliban. Okay. And it sounds bad. It sounds bad. But give me give me Sam Howell on them. He's going to ball. But also give me Baker Mayfield. I don't know why. Just feel it. All right. Let me, let me try to rationalize this for you. Eagles last week, Swift got his fair share of the ball. Smith got his fair share of the ball. Who was left out? AJ. AJ. Hits the media. AJ doesn't have a problem with the quarterback. All of a sudden, there's not enough footballs to go around in Philly. They get a little pompous. I like it. Baker and Kate Otten, remember that name. Streaming tight end, Kate Otten, stud for the Huskies the last two years, or actually two years prior. He's not the next Gronk, but he's the next um, Jason Witten. That's a fair comparison. 
the next the next river craycraft of tight ends you're saying really at the end of the day like <laughs> he, he didn't he he didn't pull with like cray craycraft did if you know what I mean. <laughs> Kate Otten and the Buccaneers Mike Evans resurgent I like it go Bucks they got a lot of talent there man a lot of talent I mean the thing is like if you just surround Baker with talent and good coaching he can do something yeah. Okay, last game of Oh, the... I got my Eagles bit here. Okay. Uh are they a pass team? Are they a run team? AJ's upset. I think they're gonna run the ball. They're gonna run the ball. And at the end of the game, people are gonna be wondering, is Jason Kelsey the brother that's dating T Swift? <laughs> oh interesting. Yeah. Fly Eagles fly. Okay, last game of the week. This is this is called like Kyle. You probably have a name for this game, but it's probably twenty twenty two Super Bowl rematch. There you go. But also, your season's in the dumps if you lose. <laughs> like you, you're starting to um, you're starting to look towards next year. Now the Rams in Cincy. Pukanoka, where did he come from? He played at UW as well, just snatching everything. Um, more targets than I think any other receiver. Currently in the NFL, Burrow's a question. They always start slow. Mixon can't get off the, the ground. Higgins, Higgins looked pretty nice last week. Um, Akers is gone. Kyrie gone. featured back. He's projected to have like a 30-burger in fantasy. So what do you believe and who do you got, Jack? I mean, it's the, the Bengals run the most boring offense in the NFL. Maybe besides the Steelers. The Steelers are just a, a pit of misery. But there's something to be said about Sean McVay, and as much as I hate the Rams, he's just a better coach tenfold. Like, I think the, the it's hard because I think the Bengals have a bounce-back game, and I think that they have a little, like, little chip on their shoulders because of the Super Bowl. It's a little bit of a revenge game for them. But I just think Sean McVay outcoaches Zach Taylor. I, I, I really do. And Puka Nakua. That's the fucking boy. I don't know why. I just love him. He's funny. Like, I, I for some reason think the Rams win, and I don't want them to win. I will be rooting for the Bengals. No, no doubt about it. But I think the Rams win this game. Burrow. As of today, it's Thursday night. We don't know if Burrow is going to play. He's questionable. I think he plays. I'm struggling this with this one, but I, I was thinking about it. Like in the offseason, if I would have told you, look at these rosters, who's got the better offensive team? We all would have said Bengals, hands down. But you got Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell, Kyron Williams, Sean McVay. I guess I'm going Rams here, but, Big Ben. Okay. Um, who's the back? It, it, it doesn't make sense. No. Is it Chase Daniel? No, Chase Daniels retired. Mizzou legend, by the way, Chase Daniels. That's, no, that's, why, that's why I brought it up. I thought Chase Daniels was a backup for every team. <laughs> he had a contract. Just to, it's anyone that needs a backup, Chase Daniels there. Zach Taylor was <laughs> the Jets. They, should, the Jets should pick him up. Yeah, Jack, Zach Taylor was a guy that they showed him during the draft, and it looked like he was in a dormitory, you know, making picks for a you know multi-million, hundred million dollar, billion dollar team. Um, and McVeigh just McVeigh's got a Napoleon complex to me, and his hairstyle looks like he's in you know a 24 year old at a bar. 
Um, yeah, yeah. You know what it is with McVeigh's hair, too, is that, like, something about it. I know he's losing his hair. He's balding, no doubt. But it still looks good. And you got to give him credit at the I end of the day. Credit, like, but he must not, he must look horrible in a hat. Like, he can't find the profile to fit because he, he needs Yeah, I, I don't know. Does he know what low profile is? Maybe that's something he needs to look into. I don't know. Maybe you should sell him some low profile. <laughs> Give him some merch. Um, this game is going to be. I'll try. <laughs> I think they get Mixon. If even if Burrow plays, I see Mixon getting the ball a little more. I think someone that the Bengals honestly miss. This is going to sound weird, but Sam Perine, the bearded guy that went to Denver. Like, he was their outlet and checkdown guy, and I don't think Mixon's that guy. He's not a three-down back anymore. He's just old um, relative in relative running back years. So I think Rams surprise. I like that pick. I'll run with that. Sean McVay and his – I wonder what kind of gel he uses. It's It's got to be – I feel like it's Axe. Like, some <laughs> holding gel that's just really hard. Like, you touch his hair – no woman is running through his hair, you know. It's just yeah. it gets there and just gets stuck. Like he's at max hold level, you know. Like there, there's you know hold level one, two, and then he's just maxed out. He's at six. And there's only five. I agree with you. <laughs> All right, Jack. We have to have you pick the uh, total points for the Rams and Bengals, just in case there's a tie at the end of the year. This is the tiebreaker. <sighs> So do you want to know what the over-under is, or do you feel like with your formula you may not need it? I'll just rip it. I'll rip it. I, I don't need that. Let's let's go with the total points at 41. So then what's okay. the final score? He doesn't have to predict the final score. No, I know that. I'm just score. <laughs> oh, I'll, busting I'll, 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 I'll go final. Hey, 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 hey. I'll go final <laughs> score. 24-17 Rams. There we go. That's actually a very credible score. I apologize. Um, Jack, just so you're aware of the number you have to beat, it is seven. Let me recap your picks. You have the Browns, the Packers, the Lions. You love the NFC North. America's team. Chargers, Dolphins. Panthers, Cowboys, Raiders, Buccaneers, and Rams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. And then Commanders on the side, obviously. You know, bonus pick. <laughs> Commanders men will just sub you in for any losses. What does your yeah. formula say about the uh, Colorado <laughs> Buffaloes versus the Oregon Ducks this weekend? Oh, oh, oh. you know, big game. Big game, obviously. Uh, Oregon wins by thirty. Yeah, I think I think Oregon's gonna blow them out too. It's been fun, but I think Oregon's the better all-around team. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. The the, the buffs are gonna have a tough time with the sorry. Team, went out. Yeah. To be honest, like relative to what happened at CSU, I think Travis Hunter they showed their cards. There's only so many athletes on that team, you know, and you can only play towards them so yeah. much. Oregon's got. I, I, I just I just think something with like Colorado's defense has each week hasn't looked that great, and they haven't faced a quarterback like Bo Nix yet. Bo Nix, and I know he chokes in big games against like great teams or great quarterbacks. Like Shooter Sanders is going to ball out, and I know that. 
But Bo Nix, I feel like, is going to go absolutely berserk. Like, he he's going to throw for, like, 400-something yards. They're going to win by, like – and as much as I love Colorado, it's really great for college football that there's, like, a story like that because I like college football more than I like the NFL. But I, I just feel like Bo Nix and Oregon win by 30-plus. Like, the, the the spread for that game is not high enough. Quack, quack. Go Ducks. I some good college football games this week. Well, at least if you're packed, if you're in the pack 12, which will be packed two. UCLA at Utah or Utah at UCLA. Yeah, and then you got the Pac-2 championship, future Pac-2, the Bees versus the Cougs. Whoever wins that game gets all the money. What a game. TV revenue streaming. You guys know that, right? That's a rumor on the street. Hey, go Cougs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jack, before we let you go, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you online, check out your podcast, check out what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack underscore Parodi, P-A-R-O-D-I. Uh, if you want to listen to the football pod that I have, it's Caps Off Pod, Caps Off Podcast. And uh, if you like baseball, big baseball guy, Giants, fucking suck. It's tough. But it's uh, at the Hot Corner Show. That's that's the baseball stuff that I do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that's about it, man. Thank you guys for having me on. This has been, this has been fun as hell. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming. Always great to get a Niners fan on and uh, we got to have you on again sometime. Jack, get some rest. It's a big weekend. 100%. Yes. Hey, we're going to have to. I'll, I'll get you guys. Let's get you guys on the uh, the Caps Off pod whenever uh, when, whenever the Seahawks and Niners play next. Oh, absolutely. Right. That would yeah. be great. We'd love to do yeah. that. Um, I can. 100%. All right. Appreciate you, boys. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. Good.